We're so glad you've joined us. Right now, it's Perry and Shauna Replay from 89.3 Moody Radio. You guys know that when we come across something good, we're just not going to keep it to ourselves. We just can't help but share it with you. And we're so excited because we have very exciting news this morning. There is a new book that just dropped this morning. It's called Whole, The Life-Changing Power of Relating to God with All of Yourself. And it's by Catherine Mack and Aaron Williams. And we've got Aaron Williams here with us this morning. He is a worship leader. He's a writer. And he's the co-founder of Dwell Ministries, which is a sweet ministry. If you don't know what that is. Check it out, Google it, and find the information. But good morning, Aaron. Good morning, you guys. Congratulations. Hey, congratulations on your book. Thank you so much. It's kind of surreal waking up to, uh, the book's been like a two-year project, you know, Mm. so you wake up today and then suddenly it's available, it's out, and I'm talking with you guys about it. So thank you for having me. And we are the first interview on this book Yes. First interview. You're the first human beings I've talked to this morning. My family's still asleep. So yeah, exciting. We are, we're thrilled about this book. I love it. I love the whole concept of it, but there are people tuning in right now and they don't know anything about it. Tell us a little bit about the title of your new book, Whole. Yeah. So Whole and really, you know, just having a one word title, that subtitle, The Life-Changing Power of Relating to God with All of Yourself. the The short elevator pitch is if we're not careful, almost all of us can kind of tend to segment ourselves and close parts of ourselves off to God, maybe even unknowingly. And so this book is about helping us, you know, target those areas, maybe even come into awareness of those things and then learn how to relate to him with our whole self. So that's the short version of it. Okay. So what might that look, what does that look like in your life? You know, shutting off parts of yourself from your relationship with God. Well, one of, we break the book down into four segments, and the first one that we go after and look into is head and heart, which I feel like is maybe a more common one to talk about. You know, you hear people say, like, I'm more of a, a thinker, or I'm more of a feeler, more of a head person, heart person. And so we just discuss in that chapter, um, which I think, you know, to answer your question, I'm I'm a thinker-leaning person, so mm-hmm. I, you know, I love to read books. Um, that's like one of my hobbies. Um, and my, my wife is actually a heart leaning person, you know, on Myers-Briggs personality test, I'm like 60% thinking 40 feeling my wife's the opposite, which works out interestingly in our marriage at times, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but, um, but so if, uh, if I'm not careful as someone who naturally leans toward loving God with my mind, uh, I can kind of go throughout the, my life and throughout uh, you know, church services and just my life with the Lord. And I, and if I'm not careful, I'll shut off my heart toward him. Or I'll even, if I'm not careful, think that like my feelings or the heart oriented parts of who I am are bad. And uh, so this book is, is more about uh, like for, for me in that example, how do I open up my heart? How do I learn to actually bring my feelings before the Lord? Uh, as a part of who I am, as a, and learn to worship Him in that way. Um, how do I even learn to inform my feelings? Mm, yeah. uh, because feelings aren't necessarily bad; they just need to be informed a lot of times. And in fact, uh, I have found that you know my feelings are a very real part of who I am. And the psalmists, for example, are a wonderful example of what it's like to bring, you know, crazy feelings like from the highest highs to the lowest lows 
to God in prayer. And so, you know, you guys have already done a little bit of that this morning in the prayer segment. I was mm-hmm. just listening in, you know, bringing our, our, our real whole selves. Yeah. Okay. So are you familiar with the Star Trek universe? A little bit. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going with you. So you're, you're saying that you're Spock, you know, the analytical thinker and your wife is Kirk, <laughs> you know, the passionate yes. one. Yes. Maybe not to the extreme, but for sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, this whole, um, the the silos or, you know, the integrated self-conversation that we're having this yeah. summer, this summer, well, my dad passed away um, January 1 of 2022. And so this past year has really mm. been a journey of just kind of trying to stuff my feelings and not necessarily deal with that. And the Lord has been yes. teaching me that um, he created emotions, And I was like, it was like this mind blowing, like, oh, I don't have to be embarrassed about my emotions. Like you created me to feel so you, your book, this whole, whole subject and the whole self is opening up places um, that we have shut down to God, to opening up those places to relationship with God. Am I hearing you right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you bring up a great example of even how grief or difficulty, um, trauma, can be a very real reason why we shut parts of ourselves down. It's like we, it, it hurts too much at times to access that. Um, but you know, if you don't go through it and bring, learn how to open up, how to bring those parts of yourself to, to the Lord, it will actually, uh, in many cases create some sort of like spiritual stagnation or a roadblock in your, you know, walk with the Lord. And that's kind of how we came into these ideas in many ways was, talking with ourselves one like why am i why am i hitting roadblocks in my faith journey um and then discipling other people and just recognizing so many times the roadblock was lack of integration and someone who you know was only leaning into their strength and not leaning into the areas that come maybe less natural to them and then once they started doing that they started experiencing incredible spiritual growth again mm-hmm. and uh, their 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 life had more of a vibrancy to it. And so we thought, you know, wow, there really is something to the great commandment. Love the Lord, your God with your heart, mind, strength, and soul, like your whole self. Um, and that's kind of what sparked originally the idea for this book. So yeah, you're exactly right. You share in the book, a time of struggle, that has impacted your relationship with the Lord as it relates to your book whole. So talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you guys for having me. And you know, that topic struggle, I think it's something that every human being goes through in some form or fashion. You know, it's, it's a, it's natural to all of us in the book. I tell a story of uh, nearly losing my mom, Mm -hmm. um, gosh, a year and a half ago now. And I got the call that no one wants to get, you know, that someone really close to you that you love is not doing well. And, um, in that moment, uh, and in the days following, uh, and I'll go ahead and say, my mom is doing much better now. Uh, we did, we didn't lose her. Yeah. So thankful for that. Um, but you know, in those moments, uh, it was a moment of struggle and it was a moment of deep pain and, uh, confusion and clarity you know, I find that moments, difficult moments in life tend to bring clarity in that you begin to understand what's most important really quickly, mm. but also confusion. You know, why is this happening? Uh, 
And um, so in, in those moments, as it relates to the book, I think we find uh, we really find out what some of our gaps can tend to be and how we relate to God, you know, and that one for me was, was I comfortable bringing my difficulty and my pain to God uh, as a, as an act of worship in some way, or was I um, more naturally probably stuffing it down and almost wanting to like silo that part of myself off Mm -hmm. because it's just painful, you know? And so through, through that experience and others in my life, I have, uh, I won't say I've learned, I'll say I'm learning. I think it's, I'm learning what it's like to be a whole human being and to give all of myself to God as an act of worship in all circumstances. And so that, that's kind of what the book is about. And, um, that moment in my life was definitely, um, you know, in a time where you're going to see real clearly where you're at when it comes to offering yourself to him in worship. Yeah. You know what? I think, thank you for sharing that with us first and foremost, and praise God that your mom is doing well. Um, yeah, I thank think you. that one of the things that we don't think about or talk about, or maybe even realize is a part of our relationship with God is vulnerability. And yeah. so in this whole concept of offering your whole self to the Lord, there is, um, there's a question in there for us to wrestle with, right? Like, what are you holding back? Totally. Totally. And I think this makes sense. I mean, if you think about this is how relationship works with any other human being that we have, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like the depth of our relationship is usually equivalent in some way to the amount of ourself we've opened up to them and vice versa. And it's really the same with God. Um, The depth of relationship that we have uh, with him is is oftentimes how much of yourself are you opening up to him? How much of yourself are you allowing uh, to be in relationship? And uh, I don't know. I grew up in kind of a family that emotion and you know, there just were parts of, of uh, who I am that were not normal ways of relating to God. You know, it was like you kind of came into church and you heard a sermon, you sang some songs. Uh, I don't think I grew up in a wonderful church, by the way, but I just wasn't taught um or modeled, uh, didn't see it modeled very often, what it what it meant to bring these more vul- vulnerable moments in my life to the Lord. That is maybe until I looked at like the Psalms uh, more closely. And, you know, David says some things in the Psalms where you're like, is, is that okay to, that that's in the Bible? You know, that's very honest of him to say that. And yeah. um, I just began to realize that there was a level of honesty about life that God was not, um, he was inviting me to bring. And it was actually a more intimate form of, of worship and knowing him that I just hadn't accessed, so to speak. Yeah. We're talking with Aaron Williams. He's a worship leader, a writer. He's the co-founder of Dwell Ministries. And we're talking today about his brand new book that literally is just being released today, hot off the press. It's called Whole. And Aaron, you know, I think that this is this just came to mind as I was listening to you talk, but the thing that we want the most is to be really, really known. Yeah. And the thing that we fear the most is to be really, really known. <laughs> <laughs> and so it sounds to me like your book is an invitation to face, you know, maybe one of our greatest fears in, in bringing our whole selves into relationship with the Lord. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I think you're exactly right to be known and to know, um, and it's like 
one of the one of the things we often don't think about is to know God. You actually have to know yourself um, to to a certain degree. You know, you you have to know. Um, we talk about in the book how we lean toward knowing Him and the parts of our our relationship to God that comes supernaturally to us, and then the parts of relationship that don't come as natural. Um, and if if I were to relate that to you know my relationship with my wife, there's parts of our friendship in our uh, marriage that are really natural to us. And then there's other parts that we've had to work on, you know, and uh, not surprisingly, it's actually the same with our relationship with God. There's parts of ourselves that we have to discover, maybe not our most natural way of relating to him, but he's offering and inviting us to love him in those ways as well. You talk about Jesus wanting to achieve transformation instead of finding balance. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that and even share with me a story from your own life and what it's looked like to be focused on transformation rather than balance. Yeah, well, good morning, you guys, and thanks for having me. Um, This idea of transformation versus balance was one that I think I kind of... uh, almost stumbled my way into, if you will. Um, I, I think in many, in many areas of my life, um, you hear this idea of like, well, if we can just balance this or that, um, is, as it comes to relating to God, if we just think about um, head or heart or spirit and truth, I mean, that's one of the ways that Jesus himself said that we are to learn to worship him was, quote, in the spirit and in truth. And so as I began to like try to flesh that out, what does that mean in my own life? Um, I would hear that phrase, well, we just need to balance it, you know, it's, and it almost felt mm-hmm. like I needed a little bit of truth. And then if I, you know, studied the Bible, for example, a kind of a truth seeking uh, thing, if I studied the Bible for a while, well, then I needed to balance it with some, you know, Holy Spirit in some way. And a friend of mine at, at one point in my journey, he said, you know, I'm not sure that that he's just inviting us into like this almost like a seesaw life where, Mm -hmm. you know, you have a little bit on one side and then you balance it out with the other. He said, I think Jesus is inviting us into all of both of them. You know, Mm -hmm. all of the truth that I can get into my life. I, I need that, you know, and I, you know, wake up this morning recognizing my need for as much truth in my life as I can have. And then the same breath, like as much of the Holy Spirit leading my life as I can get, you know, and that that just little shift um, has been has unlocked transformation in my own life. And I've seen it in other people's lives where it kind of gets us off of this uh, hamster wheel of feeling like, you know, we've we've got to find the perfect balance, which is extremely hard to find and just be like whatever Jesus is offering us, whatever he's inviting us into, I want all of, all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. What I hear you saying is, you know, Lord, I want all the Holy Spirit that you have for me and I want all of the word that you have for me and nothing held back. Hey, let's shift gears a little bit here. There are people, there's somebody listening right now who feels discouraged in their faith and they feel disconnected from God. What can you say to them? Yeah, I would... Well, one, first I would say, uh, I think we've all been there, um, and many of us are there with you, so you're not alone for sure. Um, so I hope you don't feel alone. Um, but second, um, as the topic of, of the book, you know, we're talking about that, I would ask the question, have you thought that maybe the reason you're discouraged or you've hit a little bit of a roadblock is because there's part of you 
that God's intending for you to relate to him with that you're not. Um, and the, the whole idea of our book is just inviting people to first uh, pinpoint those areas in their life to come into awareness because it's kind of like, you know, you can't, it's very hard to solve a problem that you don't know is there. Um, so with our physical bodies, we need a doctor oftentimes to tell us, hey, your cholesterol's kind of high. You need to focus on that. But if you don't know your cholesterol's high, you wouldn't do that. And the same is true with like, hey, did you know, maybe you're like, uh, you lean toward loving God with your mind, but you're, you're not loving him with your heart or your will, your decision making. And, you know, now that you're aware of that, you need to actually grow into that. And oftentimes growing into that unlocks, um, you know, just a phrase like unlocks a new uh, transformation in our life and can really get us out of those stuck spots. Yeah, we're talking with Aaron Williams and his brand new book just dropping today is called Whole. And what my mind goes to right now, Aaron, is that, you know, I've had wounds of shame that I've carried all of my life and the Lord has, Jesus is, is healing it. He's been healing it. He's healed it. He's been healing it. But yes. I'm just thinking out loud that I haven't really brought those feelings and talked to Jesus that much about those feelings. Yeah. And because they're so painful and I don't want to get lost in the quicksand, you know, that's what's coming to mind for me right now. Yeah, absolutely. That reminds me, Psalm 62 says, um, pour out your heart before the Lord because God is a refuge. Mm. And that verse, uh, I feel like the Lord gave me that verse when I was in a place very similar to what you just said. And I thought to myself, what does it mean to pour out my heart before God? And what I did was, uh, I'm a journaler to some degree. I'm not a great journaler, um, but I do like writing. I started, I just opened my journal and I wrote everything as if I was literally, you know, pouring my heart out onto, you know, into a cup. And that was just like a really practical way that I did exactly what you're talking about of bringing parts of myself that were, that I hadn't, I hadn't spoken or I hadn't prayed. And I just poured them out on the pages of a journal. And you wouldn't believe how healing that can be, just mm. saying them or writing them. Aaron, what is the danger of segmenting our faith? You know, first of all, what is, just real quick for, for people checking in right now, what is segmenting our faith? And then how does that harm us spiritually? Yeah. Great question. Um, I think to answer the first question, segmenting our faith is to have any part of who we are, you know, and the Bible talks about that, uh, generally speaking, as heart, mind, strength, and soul. So any part of who we are that we're just closing off or we're not relating to God with. Um, and I think of a couple things of, of what dangers that can bring. Um, initially, I think it can it can bring spiritual apathy, stagnation, um, or even feeling like you're doing a lot of the right things. Uh, I have this conversation with people quite often where they're like, Hey, I'm going, I'm going to church. I'm reading my Bible. I'm doing things that I feel like are the right things. And I still feel the, this way. And when I ask them that question, well, are there other parts of who you are as a human being that God's inviting you to relate to him, him with, uh, and they're like, oh, I had never thought about that. So I think 
you know, if we're not careful, we'll, we'll just feel like we can just keep living in apathy or keep living uh, disconnected in some sort from him. And uh, the other part of that question or answer would be, I just think God's inviting, we're missing a, an incredible opportunity for growth and to love God with all of ourselves. So it's not just the harm it does to us, but it's just the incredible opportunity missed of learning to love God with all of who we are. And this is in many ways, maybe the summary of what it means to follow Christ is to learn to love God with heart, heart, soul, mind, and strength. And so uh, that, that would be my quick answer. <laughs> We're talking with Aaron Williams. He is the author of the book Whole. And Aaron, as, like as we're talking about the subject of the stuff that we withhold from God, you know, we want to give ourselves wholly to God. And it, I think it's hard to yeah. wrap your mind around anything that we would keep from him. And then we think about things like, well, I want God to rule over my whole life, but... You know, I want to spend money the way I want to spend money or I want to yeah. eat food the way that I want to eat food or, you know what, the, my sex life, that's pretty private. Like I want God to have all of me, but like my sexuality, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty private. But I've learned, yeah. I think I was in my early 20s when I came to this, I had this aha moment and realized that I'm actually harmful to myself and to the people that I love the most aside from the divine intervention of God. This is yeah. why we need, when I rule and reign in a specific area, Things don't go well for me. Is this, is yeah. any of that a part of the book? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're saying it so well. I think, yeah, when we, when we rule and reign, uh, things do not go well. That That's basically how most of the Bible plays out. Um, and it, it brings up a, just a wonderful point that God is inviting us to love him with all of ourselves for our good. It's not, it's not, but just because mm -hmm. a list of knows, you know, it's right. actually for our, for our thriving, um, and for our flourishing in life. And so it's his kindness that's inviting us in to let him rule and reign because he's just such a better ruler than we are. Mm, that's <laughs> so good. Aaron Williams, worship leader, writer, co-founder of Dwell Ministries. Find out more about Aaron at dwellministries.org and his brand new book. You know, if you feel like you're, you're stuck, you're in a rut. You're stagnant in your walk with Jesus. His brand new book, along with co-author Catherine Mack, is Whole, The Life-Changing Power of Relating to God with All of Yourself. Thanks for listening to Barry and Shauna Replay. To learn more, text us at 800-968-8930. That's 800-968-8930.